Welcome back to the show. This week I took a road trip with my friend Scott and we talked about why we think it's important to travel. And I also read some funny travel stories from the internet. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is. Digging in the crates for something good. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Hello and welcome to another episode of Miscellaneous Support Stuff. I'm Jay Sheldon and thank you for being here. I've actually been gone most of the week. I left on early, early, early Tuesday morning, right around the time or even before the time that last week's episode got posted. I went on a road trip with my friend Scott. We're working on a project together. So we were getting some outdoor footage in these really beautiful scenic places. Uh, we went to New Mexico. We went to Colorado, Utah, and just got a bunch of different stuff in a six day span, a lot of driving, spent a lot of time driving um, and not as much time shooting just because it took so long to get to some of these places. But it was it was a great trip and I have not had a lot of time to work on an episode this week, but luckily I was able to have a conversation with Scott about our trip and just about travel in general and why we think it's important to travel and do things and see things and learn things. Um, it was a short conversation. It was it was right before we were going to drive home, but I think a good one, an interesting one, and I'm happy to share it with you. If you are just listening to this, I encourage you to go to the YouTube channel to check out the video because I'm going to try to include some of the shots from our trip. I'm excited to share some of that with you. I'm excited to share the conversation with you. And then after that, I have an internet story segment with some funny travel stories from a website I found. I think that's pretty good too. So we got a travel themed episode this week, but let's get right into it. I'll play that conversation first and then uh, we'll we'll do internet stories. All right, here it is. All right, Scott. Hey, Jay. Hey, welcome to the show out in the, where are we? Taos, New Mexico. Taos, New Mexico. And you've been here before, right? Yes. You stayed where we're staying before. Right. So tell me and us listeners viewers what is this place because you can't really see it behind us no this is hotel luna mystica and they have a bunch of airstream trailers posted up um and you can stay in them for a couple nights they got running water and air conditioning it's just like a little hotel room out in the middle of nowhere Pretty that's cool. what appeals to the people and it is really out in the middle of nowhere yeah or it feels like it i mean <laughs> there's stuff close by but we were talking about earlier just traveling in general um why that's important i think sometimes it's easy to get stuck in just day-to-day -day life and you don't even want to travel you're mm -hmm. just like oh, i don't feel like doing anything let's just sit here but then you get out and you realize man i don't do enough yeah because there's so much to see and learn you know you can read about cultures or you know see it on tv but like once you're there and actually in the spot it's it's crazy and you learn a lot through traveling yeah where where are some of your favorite travel spots? Um, favorite one is probably the Great Sand Dunes National Park in Colorado. Um, it's just epic because it's like the Sahara Desert in Colorado with mountains in the backdrop. And then my second spot would probably have to be Horseshoe Bend. It's just amazingly beautiful and 
the canyon is incredible lake powell going through is it's just insane and then my third is grand canyon because i mean it's, it's just because it's the grand canyon yeah it's just insane like it just goes on forever it's it's insane i've been there like three times and every time i'm like how is this real yeah <laughs> people just, are just like standing on the rocks this girl is like doing like yoga moves like on the edge of a rock and i'm just like for the gram she yeah. getting for the gram i don't know she was just showing off for people or what but i was just like <laughs> you're crazy like but so we've been out here traveling i guess we didn't really say why but i mean we're getting cinematic shots to make a video but what is one of your other favorite spots that we went on this trip well, I mean, it was the the Grand Escalante National Monument Park, just camping out yeah. behind that mountain, looking at the stars, seeing the Milky Way, shooting stars. I mean, it was we were out in the middle of nowhere, even farther out than we are right now. Yeah. No cell service, no people for miles. Yeah, and that was two hours just to get to where we were at yeah. from the main road. Yeah. And I don't think we saw one person for yeah. the entire night we were there. Yeah. And then hole in the rock. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was amazing. Which is basically just a weird gap in a rock. It looks like it just split open and then you go through it and it's like beautiful what? Lake Powell. Yeah, Lake Powell, that's what it was. But I've you know, I've camped a lot in my life, but I don't think I've ever got to camp where you're just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Usually is. you go to a campsite and it's like campsites and it has like, you know, picnic table, whatever. It's just regular campsites not this place and then uh hole in the rock road it was like wherever you're at camp set up yep which i find incredible yeah i love it because they're just open they're just like explore our lands you know it's the best it's you know yeah take care of it and enjoy so you can't really do that everywhere i guess no. you can't allow that everywhere but it's nice to be in those places uh what do you like what are your travel plans for the future just thinking about the world where would you want to go more than anywhere else I've always wanted to go to Africa and go on a safari. I think that'd be like epic. I don't know if my wife is down yet, but I'm going to talk <laughs> her into it one of these days. Are you sure? Yeah. Like that's you... probably like my number one. So I feel like if that's my number one, she kind of has to go, you know? That's true. What's your, what's your approach when you uh, um, talk to her about it? What's going to be your technique to get her to, to be on board with it? Just the wildlife, the scenery. I mean, yeah, we're going to be out and some crazy spots but i mean we're gonna see like untouched you know like wildlife just living their lives having people bother them you know like i think that'd be just so cool just seeing them in their natural habitat yeah it's true and i already mentioned it but it's yeah it's trips like that and this that it's just takes you out of your just regular not I don't want to say boring life. I mean, everyone, but everyone gets like caught in a routine yeah. and you're like, what am I doing with you myself? Just, you get comfortable where you are and like getting out here is very uncomfortable because you're not sleeping in your bed. You're eating whatever you can find, you know, like you don't know what will come the next day, but that's the fun of it. You know, it's yeah. stressful, but it's an adrenaline rush at the same time. I would say we've gone, been gone, what, six days now? Yeah. And it feels like it's been three weeks, yeah. four weeks. I don't know. Every day been like 14 hours 16 hours which is fine but we're either shooting or we're driving. driving yeah we're not we're enjoying it but we're not like leisurely enjoying it we're out here getting some good stuff yeah. but it's it's not a party no. but it's it's been fun it's been really fun i've like, seen so many things what would you what would you say to anybody else who has not traveled at all and says they don't want to do you say just 
do what you love live your life or no, you say, no get, get out, out there. there yeah get out there like what where where i mean unless you live in the most beautiful place in the world then why wouldn't you want to go out and explore it i mean it's there's so many crazy things that i mean we kept asking ourselves like how is that possible and what what happened to make those rocks like that and just you That's find true. yourself asking so many more questions and you're just going to go home and really learn and i mean it's just a learning experience and just an experience altogether. it's just i mean it's there's nothing nothing better than it you know it's true it is like it makes you question life in a way which sounds weird maybe a little bit going deep i'm going deep but i mean it's sort of what you do like you're looking at things that you don't usually see like you're in a city and you look at buildings you don't go man how did this get made yeah because you know yeah i saw the guys building it yeah but you get out here and you see just the landscape and you go what like why how is any of this work why are we here i don't know i I start questioning my life yeah you go real deep and you like start asking questions and you're like all right i better stop before i get on the internet and do some researching about a bunch of rando things you know start googling everything (laughs) start googling what does it all mean what happens when we die (laughs) oh man um well probably wrap it up because i don't know how long these uh these these camera batteries are gonna last Give me one highlight. I asked for favorite parts earlier, but give me give me a biggest highlight. Maybe the your favorite shot, which I don't know if anybody. I'll put it in this video, or if anybody will see it. But give me what what was your favorite moment, favorite scenery shot hmm. that we got while we were out here? My favorite shot will probably be the hole in the rock shot. I think that. I mean, I didn't see it, but you didn't. You well, didn't I mean, I saw it. it, but like I didn't see like the okay. final piece. Yeah, I should but, mention we're flying a drone for these shots. Scott is doing the piloting of the aircraft i'm working the camera so he gets a totally different view so you're you're saying that based off just what you get off a grainy yeah camera view yeah first person view camera view which it was still epic but i mean our drone footage is going to be even better but i mean i feel like that we got a lot of amazing shots like i mean they're all going to be really good but that one stood out most but then just so different the national monument like rock that we got the red rock in utah like that was epic too like it's yeah. just a it's just a sensory overload that's true where you don't you almost become numb to it you see too much yeah you're like mountains oh cool i've seen yeah 75 mountain even... ranges we've been through 45 national parks and yeah. you don't even know which national parks or which roads but it's so incredible it is and i should mention i don't think i said it earlier we so we've been to through utah colorado new mexico mm-hmm. we spent a little time in arizona just all within six days so we've just been I'd say we've spent eighty percent of our time driving, twenty yeah. percent shooting. Yeah, I agree. But we got a variety. Yeah, we got a so. lot of epic stuff. So stay tuned. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks for uh, asking me to do this, and thanks yeah, for thanks coming for, on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Yeah, this has been a fun. good, good trip. good trip. I know it's amazing. So it's come amazing. back, come back on when we're in our regular lives. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, all <laughs> Sounds right. Good. So there was my conversation with Scott. Like I said, it was short, but I think we we hit some interesting topics. Um, I, thanks again to Scott for having the conversation with me and also inviting me on that trip because it was his idea. It was it was awesome, and I recommend uh, any of you go on that route that we took in the United States. If you're not from the United States, come on over, take that route, and if you can travel with Scott, you should good guy, even better travel partner. So get in touch with me. I'll get in touch with him. See if he wants to be your travel buddy. We'll figure it out. Okay. Or not. That's fine too. But thanks again, Scott. It was a great trip, a lot of fun and hope to do it again. But 
moving right along to our next segment, Internet Stories. I, this, you know what? I'm not going to say too much. I'll just, well, we'll just get right to it. Here's the intro. Internet Stories! So this week I found some travel stories. I thought it was relevant since I was, I guess I'm sort of doing a travel themed episode. So I found some travel stories on the internet. This is from uh, roughguides.com. So shout out Rough Guides. I was just looking for funny internet travel stories and this has the 10 funniest travel stories on the web. I think this is for 2020. It was down in April. Remember travel? Remember when we could actually travel like normal? Luckily, my trip this week was a road trip. It was mostly outdoors. I think I really only talked to Scott for most of the week, so felt pretty safe. But I do miss the days where you can just just get out there and not think too much about, well, dying, I guess, or getting sick. But uh, yeah, let me let me let me find a few. This is the top 10 and there's sort of story summaries. And I remember some of these from just the past. So maybe this isn't maybe this isn't 2020 stories. I could have swore it said top 10 stories from 2020, but but this might just be from I we'll find out together. How about that? Um, number one, the dad who tried to film a trip to Vegas, but just filmed his face. I feel like I don't even need to read the rest of the story. You kind of get it and you kind of get why it's funny. I might rip this video and show part of it. Irishman Joseph Griffin gained internet notoriety after he got confused operating his son's GoPro. Instead of capturing his trip to Las Vegas, he managed to film nothing but close-ups of his face, which I, you know, I don't have a lot of videos of me filming. I don't have a lot of videos of me behind the camera, but I imagine the face, well, it's a face not ready to perform. It's, it, it probably, he probably looks angry or sad. I imagine that's how I look when I shoot. Perhaps a future in vlogging could await Mr. Griffin, the Telegraph joked, after his son uploaded the clip to YouTube. It's such a weird world that that's a possibility. I feel like if my dad did that when I was younger and I uploaded it, well, I don't know what would happen, honestly. Just the fact that it's an, uh, a possibility now is, I don't know, it's weird. I have family video on VHS and I can't imagine uploading any of that to YouTube and not getting yelled at. Anyway, I guess you can check out the full story on The Telegraph. Number two, the guy who drunkenly booked a trip to Rio. After a night out in Glasgow, 24-year-old Jamie Ather awoke to discover he'd booked a trip to Rio. Instead of bemoaning his drunken mistake, he decided to create an amazing trip. The lesson? Quote, sometimes you've just got to go with it. I'm all for that. I try to live my life like that, to just go with the flow. And that that means when things are bad, things are good. It's a hard thing to do, and I'm not always great at it, but I think it's important, you know? Even when you plan the trip, that doesn't mean it's going to go well, and I think it's important to just go with it because there's so many things that you can't control. What happens, happens. It sounds like such a hippie thing to say, but I think, you know what? It's all a mindset. It's true. That's a, that's a whole other conversation. But I think, yeah, sometimes you just got to go with it. What a great quote. I'm going to put that on a shirt. It's probably on a shirt. Number three, the man who found his doppelganger on Ryanair. 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 I'm actually not sure. I'm not trying to make this difficult. It's a, well, it's an airline company, I guess, but I don't, I don't think I've heard of this one. Anyway, it's an airline company. Over 23,000 retweets attest to the fact that this chance meeting aboard a flight nearly broke the internet. But not only were this uncannily similar pair seated on, seated together on the plane, the Guardian reports that they even later checked into the same hotel. So if you look at this picture, these two guys look almost exactly the same and they're not related at all. Like similar eyes, smile, teeth, beard, and beard length, which that's, you don't find that a lot. Trust someone that has a beard to tell you that, me. Uh, and here's the tweet. The tweet says, guy on right is husband of my friend, 
guy on left is a stranger he met on a flight last night and they took a selfie together and they i mean they look like at the very least brothers maybe twins blonde hair same color blonde hair it's like parted the same way i don't know this is crazy maybe it's another reason to travel just so you can find your doppelganger i mean i have had someone tell me that they saw someone that looked very similar to me before but then i saw the picture and i'm like I guess you've never looked at me before because I look nothing like that. But this is like the two guys side by side and they look very similar. Interesting. That would be a travel story to remember if that happened to you. And apparently the internet agrees with 23,000 retweets. I'm going to skip four. You know what? Look up the article yourself. The person who diverted a flight with a smelly poo and they put smelly poo in quotes. I don't know if that means it wasn't really smelly. I don't know why you quote that. Anyway, it's not often the phrase smelly poo appears in a BBC headline. Also, I should mention, I don't think this website is a US website. Not that it's a big deal, just some of these stories may not land the same way if you're a US listener, which is most of my listeners, most of the very few listeners. Anyway, but apparently it was just that which led to the diversion of a British Airways flight in March, causing it to turn around just 30 minutes into a flight from Heathrow to Dubai. I could read further into this story and probably find out more details, there's no way it could be that simple. There's no, there's no way, because I'm sure that happens on most flights. So, and they don't elaborate. You know what, you find the story and let me know because I'm not sure what happened. The idea that you turn a player plane around because somebody had a smelly poo, as they put it, it's hard to believe. I mean, I feel like any flight over two or three hours, you're gonna have that every time, right? You don't turn the plane around. I don't know, I'll research this more later. You do the same, let's, let's, let's link back up and, and talk about it together. If you see me, let's have this conversation. But do your research. I'll do mine. We'll have a very educated discussion on airplane smelly poo. Until then, I'm going to leave number five and move on to number six. Maybe one of my favorite ones. I haven't read through all these yet, but this is maybe one of my favorite ones. The groom-to-be who had his bachelor party crashed by Bill Murray. I think I've seen this video before, actually. And Bill Murray has a history of this. I don't know if anybody's heard other Bill Murray stories, but he'll show up at random places, you know, with just, you know, regular crowds of people. Like, he just shows up places. Which I think is awesome. If I if I was a celebrity of that magnitude, I feel like I would do the same thing. He's not like he's not he's showing up in like the best way. He's not ruining people's nights. So anyway, after spotting Bill Murray in a bar in Charleston, South Carolina, EJ Rumpke's Rumpke's friends decided he'd be the perfect special guest to, to deliver some advice to the groom to be. Although the star initially brushed them off, he later decided to crash the party to deliver some sage pre-wedding advice. So here's that clip. If you have someone that you think is the one, <laughs> shit, don't, don't do, don't just sort of think in a, your ordinary mind and think, okay, let's let's make a date, let's plan this and make a party and get married. Take that person and travel around the world. Buy a plane ticket for the two of you to travel all around the world and go to places that are hard to go to and hard to get out of. And if when you come back to JFK, when you land in JFK and you're still in love with that person, get married at the airport. So like I said, I think I've seen that video before, but I think it's, I don't know, it's awesome. I, you know what, I wanna have a wedding just, just for the chance, to just give Bill Murray the chance to show up by chance. Give him the chance to show up by chance, maybe. Cause like there is no chance he'd show up to a wedding if I had it here, but you never know apparently cause Bill Murray shows up anywhere. I may just have multiple weddings to see if I can make it happen. I'm not even going to ask him cause it wouldn't have the same effect. I need him to just show up by accident. I think we all know that's not going to happen. 
the wedding. I mean, Bill Murray, there's probably a better chance of Bill Murray showing up to the wedding than me actually having a wedding, but we'll see. I don't know. Life is long, possibly. I'm going to end it on number seven because I feel like you can look up the rest if you want to look up the rest. But number seven is the pilot who forgot to remove cat before takeoff. And they, they put this in quotations too. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm not a writer, but I don't, I don't, I don't know why they do that. Doesn't that just mean I, whatever seatbelts fastened doors to manual engines running. These are the pre-flight checks we're all used to, but this pilot discovered he needed to make one more managing to miss a crafty feline who decided to stow away on board. Luckily, both cat and pilot landed safely leading to this fantastic video. And I've seen this video before, I, maybe it was on Facebook or something, but I, I don't know how they missed this cat. I don't know how this cat hung on to, to the, the wing. It's like an open plane. It's a, it's a little, it's almost like a glider. So it makes sense how the cat could get in there. I don't know how it stayed there. I don't know how they didn't notice it. It's sitting like right above them and they're flying around. Very weird, very awesome. Good for that cat. Good for that cat for hanging on, you know? If it fell off, would it, I don't know. How far can cats fall from and still survive? It's got to be more than humans, right? Or I, I know nothing about cats, obviously, so I'm sorry. I'm going to stop there. Like I said, if you want to read more, check out roughguides.com and or you can just Google it. I think I Googled uh, funny travel stories and this was one of the is on the first page. Roughguides.com. Shout out to them. They're not they're not sponsoring this episode, but maybe they will. Maybe they'd like to. Maybe I'll keep sending people their way. I don't know. It's OK. I'm done. All right, that is it for this week. Thanks again for being here for another episode of Miscellaneous Important Stuff. If you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.